Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Friday. Hope you're looking forward to the weekend. Weather's supposed to be beautiful here in Indiana. You know, when you come home off a trip, like I just completed in Maine, you got to decompress. And I think what I'm going to do today is decompress a little. I'm going to give you a little nugget of spiritual wisdom. I'm going to try to take in and savor today and over the weekend, and I hope you'll do the same. You know, in times like ours, it seems like everybody's beating their chest. Look at me. Listen to me. Hear me. Now, the points they're making could be good. They could be bad. Beating their chest could be righteous. It could be unrighteous. Yet the problem, when you start beating your chest and go, look at me, look at me, Things like Facebook encourage it, Twitter encourages it, all sorts of things encourage it nowadays. But when you do that, eventually, that beating your chest is going to turn bad. And it's not just going to be your chest you're beating, it's going to be other people. And that beating is going to be beating you down. And there's really one antidote to that, only one. That's what I want to talk about today, a little nugget of wisdom I want to give you. This is coming believe it or not, from the 4th century. Someone called Ephraim the Syrian lived in the 4th century. He put together a spiritual psalter, or so it is called by Theophan the Recluse, someone who in the 19th century translated the work. In the 19th century in the Russian, now it's been translated into English. And he, it is kind of a psalter. It's like King David. You know, if you read the Psalms, that's really King David crying out to God from the innermost regions of his heart, trying to understand the good and the bad, calling out to God, praying to God, worshiping God. That's why I love the Psalms. Whatever you are feeling today, you will find it in the Psalms. As you will in a spiritual psalter by Ephraim the Syrian. So I'm going to point to one particular passage here. He puts together his own kind of beatitudes. You think of the beatitudes in the Bible. Blessed is the. Well, this is his last one from his passage on the beatitudes. Blessed is he who with spiritual awareness loves meekness and does not allow himself to be deceived by the evil serpent, but lays his hope on the good and kind-hearted Lord. Blessed is he who with spiritual awareness loves meekness. Think what that means. It is in meekness that we truly become spiritually aware. When we're beating our chests, when we're angry, when we're saying, look at me, you're not going to find God. You might feel like you are. If that beating of the chest ends up with you being broken and down on your knees, well, that's a good thing. But ultimately, to meet God, to be spiritually aware, to be able to pray, to be able to listen, 
It requires meekness down on your knees. That's why we want to pray alone. That's why you want to pray in the middle of the night. That's why you want to pray with your door shut. You don't want to make it about anybody else except you and God. And what happens if you don't? If you don't approach God with meekness, if you beat your chest, you will be deceived by the devil and does not allow himself to be deceived by the evil serpent. And when you're in deception, what does deception lead to? It leads to anger. It leads to division. It leads to ego. It leads to the opposite of meekness. But what do you put your hope in? But lays his hope on the good and kind-hearted Lord. Our hope is in God. Our hope is found in meekness. A lot of stuff going on in our world today to make us want to beat our chest. I thought about this because I got up this morning and got a notification on my phone and it was somebody I'm friends with on Facebook and they were expressing their anger, something in politics. To be honest, I agreed with them. But I thought to myself, what's worse, what they're complaining about or the anger? What the anger does to us. Now, I'm not saying don't stand up for what you believe in. Do that. Be bold. Speak the truth. But it's a fine line between speaking the truth and being angry. It's a fine line between sticking up for yourself and beating your chest. Meekness listens. It thinks. It looks for quiet before it looks for noise. It doesn't speak before it speaks. It asks God to come into its heart and direct them in what to say. That is not an easy thing to do. But today's world demands it. Sickness, politics, violence, anger. Everybody wants to make a statement. Everybody wants to wear a t-shirt with a slogan on it. Or a hat. Put your fist up. Now, there is a time sometimes to stick up for yourself. There's a time to fight. There's a time to be angry. But you will make your best decisions if it is always preceded. The foundation of it is one of meekness, of quiet. When you're angry and you want to act and talk, don't. You will make a better decision in soberness, in quietness, in meekness. It's a hard place to go. You know, one thing I always recommend to people is don't be afraid to talk out loud to God. If you're mad, say it and say it out loud. If you're despairing, say it, say it out loud. If you're hopeless, say it and say it out loud. Heck, if you're overly happy, say it out loud. If you're overly hopeful, say it out loud. If you don't feel like praying, say it out loud. Have a conversation. Make your life. A psalm to God. I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Bring everything to God. The good, the bad, the ugly. Empty yourself. Allow your psalm to put you in a position where you're on your knees and you're listening and you're meek. One of the things I talk about in my classes, I talked about it this week in Maine, is 
whatever has happened to you in life, you can use it for something. You know, it's a little bit different than saying everything happens for a reason. You know, I, I, I don't know if I would ever go to someone, you know, who, who, who had been assaulted or been in war and lost friends and say, oh, yeah, there's some cosmic reason for that. You know, maybe there is. If there is, it's above my pay grade to figure it out. But you can use it. You can use it to help others. You can use it in your prayer. You might be older and have led a life of nothing but disappointment, and you can still use that as fuel for something else. And I think that's what I mean by make your life a psalm to God. Write it down, the good, the bad, the ugly. Make it a psalm. You'll be surprised at the meaning you might find from it. But more importantly, if it brings you humility, if it brings you meekness, you're right where you need to be. If you're broken, if you're down on your knees, that's where God can work in your life. That's where God's spirit can fill you. You can enter the eternal right now. You can feel hope. You can lose your fear of death. You can be exactly where God needs you. Broken can be a good place if it brings you to meekness. Now, if it brings you to anger, well, that's not good. But if you find yourself empty and you're willing to allow God to fill it, to use your meekness for something good, that is exactly what will happen. So ponder that today, my friends, and over the weekend. Look back in your life. Make it a psalm to God. Say out loud the good, the bad, the happy, the despairing. Use that as fuel to move forward to let God into your life and to help others. That is how you make a difference. That is how you take the unexplicable and instead of it turning into anger, you turn it into a fuel that burns forever in the best of ways. So until next time, my friends, I want you to aim high. Keep your eyes on the things that matter. Make sure you do it with your wings spread, which happens in meekness because it's not you that's flying, it's God. And I'll be with you next time. I'm your host, Siloam. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.